So hi everyone, good evening. I'm your guest host, Lors, for tonight. Um, tonight is going to be a super special episode, but before we proceed, I would just like to thank the following sponsors. So thank you, Mask and More Manila, Kamikit, um, and Swagat Indian Cuisine. So thank you so much for sponsoring tonight's episode. So welcome, welcome everyone for another episode of Iglap. So tonight, as I mentioned earlier, is going to be special because our guest for tonight is a very, very close friend of mine. In fact, I consider him as an older brother already because I always run to him <laughs> for any problems and um, for quick fun and hangouts. So there. So tonight, our guest is an e-commerce wizard, as he would like to call himself. Um, he's a frustrated chef, according to him, but I've tasted some of his recipes, and it's not frustrating at all. He's a singer and a dancer. He's a bookworm, a film fanatic, a podcaster, a feminist, a centrist, and time person of the year 2006. Wow. And aside from believing in David Pomeran's superiority, he loves sad music, especially Liability by Lord, Traitor by Olivia Rodrigo, and Exile by Taylor Swift, just to name a few. So this guest actually created a lab with four other friends, and of all of who have moved on to the other things as he continues to bring some more stories and lessons from people to his podcast. So, friends, family, please help me welcome Paolo Aguas. Yay! Can I just say, I feel like we're in like a, you know, the awardings in like oh, a school. Oh, siyempre, awarding yung suit. You read the whole introduction. I didn't think you were going to do that. But, uh, okay, wait, I'm going to remove the blur part of yeah. my, because I'm getting distracted. But, yeah, anyway. So yeah, but thanks, Lors. Um, but yeah, it's me. I'm Paolo. I'm usually the the host here, but for tonight it is Lors because I wanted to to be a guest and see how it feels. So yeah, thanks for that, Lors. And see how uh, it feels of being grilled by you, Char. I'm just kidding. Let's see, let's see. But uh, but yeah. So before we start, usually for my guests, I always ask for a fun fact. So of course, I have mm -hmm. to do that as well. And I'm not sure if you know this, Lors, but I'm sure a lot of people don't know this. But when I do eat pancakes, the maple syrup cannot touch the plate. What? Yeah, like it has to stay within the pancake. Like that's an OCness of mine. Like I get very upset when the maple syrup touches the plate. Okay. So what I do is, so I get the pancake, right? Uh I, okay, uh, I don't, okay, let's just say that this receipt here is the pancake, right? So what I do is I get my fork and I put holes. Then that's mm -hmm. when I put the maple syrup so it doesn't touch the plate. That's, I'm a, I'm a huge waffle guy over pancakes because the waffles have like those nice tiny pockets, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's my fun fact. Uh, but yeah, Lars, pr proceed. L let's see where this goes. That is really fun, huh? I didn't know that about you. Oh, I didn't tell you that about you. For like four years. Four years, Saba? Or five? Our friendship, our four friend? years. Oh. When's our friend anniversary? Whoa, friend anniversary. Uh, wait long. I started in ACOM Jan. So Jan, yeah. Okay. Sige, Jan. Okay, fine, Jan. So I'll stick for I'll stick with the friend anniversary for now. Kasi wala naman akong, I'm single, so hence I'm single. our talk. 
ah really? I didn't know. Parang hindi halata, Char. <laughs> Edi, wow. Which I think, um, I think it's also a good time for us to talk about more about dating nowadays and okay. having a more meaningful and purposeful life. So, Pao, we've covered a lot of <laughs> topics okay. na in the past about dating. Like before with me, we were talking about dating foreigners. And then the previous episode I had with you was again with dating. So with this episode, what makes it so special? Like what are we going to cover that's that's not been previously discussed before? I guess it's more on... Because, you know, when we had our second episode together, and actually that was one of the best-received episodes of Iglap ever, <laughs> I said, why don't we have, like, a part two version? But, you know, this time you'll be the one to ask the questions, right? So, Ooh. you know, I know that you were asking people to ask you, to give you questions, to ask me and all these things. So, <laughs> more of, um, because as you know, I have those Iglap short talks, right? Uh, which was your idea, by the way. So, for those who listen to the Iglap short talks, the only reason why I started that is because of Lorraine. She said that <laughs> for me to start making a shorter version of episodes. Because as you guys know, right, Iglap's more guest-based, not really topic-based, but the short talks are topic-based, right? It's just like 15 or less minutes talking about things that a lot of people, well, I wouldn't say a lot, but like a lot of people want to know about. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, that, that, so, yeah. So, I guess this episode is more about if you guys have a question, just comment them down below, whether it's about um, life in general, relationships, dating, uh, what else? Purpose, meaning being a better person. We'll see if we can answer them. I mean, I'm not claiming to be an expert in anything, but, you know, we, we all try. We all try. And I guess the point of life is, you know, we learn throughout and we just have to share what we learned eventually. So, yeah. Yeah. And speaking of sharing, actually, just to let everyone know. So I've had several, several, but is the right term to use or a lot of breakups in the past. And Paolo here is always my go-to, actually one of my go-to people. So I consider him as my guy best friend because he would really give good insights. Alam mo yun yung mapapaisip ka na, oo nga no, from a fresher perspective. And that's what we're hoping to achieve then tonight. Um, I hope you guys get to hear or learn more about, you know, what, purposeful dating is what does dating actually mean nowadays has dating been less complicated or more complicated now that we have the presence of the dating apps so ayan so many so many questions that i would want to ask you pao because i want our audience then to learn from you whatever you were sharing with me i also want you to share with them so with that said <laughs> my first okay. question is How's your, you mentioned earlier that you were single. For how long? Uh, two months, yeah. A, more, a bit more than two months. Two months on ba? Parang mas July, July, yeah. Okay, tama, tama, July. Feeling ko it has been that long. So how are you? How have you been naman since the breakup? I mean, you know, I've been good. Uh, not okay so here's something that a lot of people don't know probably is mm-hmm. i'm very good at moving on as lors would know uh okay. so you know i was i already moved on from the past 
because that relationship, right? Of course, I'm going to give more details now. No? But that relationship ended because, you know, my ex wasn't happy anymore in it, right? And for me, you know, if that's the case, you know, I, I tried my best. You know, I gave whatever I could. And at the end, she still wasn't happy and we ended it, right? And I think the one question a lot of people asked me, no, I'm not sure if you're one of them, Lars, no. But a lot of people, the number one question a lot of people ask me is, are you upset with her? Are you angry with her for no longer being happy or for not even, for not even, sorry, giving um, the effort to also try to make things work? And I tell people I was never upset or angry with her because at the end of the day, her reason is because she wasn't happy anymore. And I know that on my end, I gave as much effort as possible. If she feels that she cannot reciprocate that or give that in return, you know, you just have to accept and move on, and, which I've done already. So, yeah, I mean, I'm doing good. Uh, going out with friends, still doing a lap. Uh, we had our fiasco how many weekends ago? Or was that last weekend only? I, I can't remember. Weekends ago. If that fiasco that you're talking about is the baggy one. Yeah, the baggy one. Uh-huh. Was that two weekends ago already or just last weekend? No, two weekends ago. Because the last weekend I wasn't here. Right, anymore. right, right. That was two weekends ago. That was, oh, wow. That, that was fun. That was fun. I know, I know. So, I think coming from your cuento na you move on because the other person is not happy anymore. And yeah. you cannot force them talaga to stay. Kasi in the end, diba? in the end, you, you both will suffer. You might seem happy in that relationship, but that other person is not anymore. And whatever you do kasi, um, hindi pa rin siya, it won't add up to to that person's expectations. And it's not their fault. So my next question is, how long were you guys together? So my ex and I were together for 2.5 years. Wow. And you said you move on really fast. Like, if you're going to quantify it, how fast is fast? Well, people say it's fast. But uh, with my ex, I moved on after two weeks. So the thing is, uh, here's how I see it now. Uh, we have this, how society is, is we romanticize the idea of suffering from a breakup. W- what do I mean by this? Yeah, so what I mean by this is, you know how in those films, right, these rom-coms or whatever, when the start of the film, the girl breaks up with her boyfriend, she's like eating ice cream on the couch mm-hmm. and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Then they put her like she's like that for three months, four months, five months, six months, or whatever. Um, because for me, it's like this when you go through a breakup, there is no required time. Like, for example, oh, after three months, you date again or whatever. For me, it's you start dating again when you're ready. So for some people, it could be a year, some people six months, three months, whatever. But for you to do that, you need to feel the pain. Right? Because when you don't feel the pain, how can you heal from something that you do not know or that you don't feel the pain of? Like when you're sick, how can you know that you're sick if you don't, you know, feel that you have a flu or whatnot? Same with a breakup. When a relationship ends, you should feel that. You should feel hurt. But with that hurt, 
you should reflect about what happened mm. in the sense that you know so this relationship didn't work out why then reflect first about yourself right what what are my shortcomings like what could i have done better because i don't like the idea of people just going oh it's always your ex it's always your ex your ex, your ex. for me it's more about it takes two to tango mm. right so when i was moving on it only took me two weeks because I'm the type of person that I do give myself a deadline. But for and for but for everyone else out there who may be listening or watching this, you don't need to pressure yourself to move on. You know, I know someone who takes like a year to move on. I know someone who takes three months, six months. But what's important is when you're moving on, you're reflecting and you understand the pain that you have. You understand the emotions that you have. Mm-hmm. And with that, uh you know, with that being said, that's how you, you're able to move on, right? So that's why I say that there's this romanticized idea about uh, moving on in like films, right? It should take a long time, it should take a long time. No, no, no. Each of us, we have our own timelines. What's important is each and every day, no matter how little the percentage is, you feel even just the slightest better each day. That's how you know you're moving on. So in those, those are actually interesting insights, to be honest. Because you're right, like for you, two weeks. And for me, I think it's still ongoing, to be honest. <laughs> for you, ten, two years. But <laughs> I just want to ask you, so okay. why two weeks? And what did you do during those two weeks? I mean, I felt two weeks was enough, you, you know, because I'm the type of person that if I don't give myself a deadline, I'll be stuck in limbo. But again, that's for myself, right? And what did I do in those two weeks? So in my past relationship, uh, we were home most of the time, right? We didn't really go out. So I didn't really yeah. get to see friends and all these things. So the first thing yeah. I did, saw my friends. You know, I hung out with each of you, right? I think you remember yeah. like, the first week I hung out with... um. Tony, Ron, and Angela. I think on Tuesday, I think I hung out with you on a Tuesday, right? It was some random day. Uh-oh. I think it was Tuesday. Then Wednesday, it was with another friend. Thursday, another friend. I, baka that was, no, it wasn't you, Yata. But so we hung out twice in that week. Eh? So I, I hung out with different friends from Monday to Sunday, right? Mm-hmm. So that's the, what I did. Second week, met less people. I think I did see you in the second week. I'm not sure. But what I did most of that time, aside from hanging with you guys and having the time of my life, mm-hmm. is more on reflecting about what happened. Okay. Because, you know, here's the thing. I see love as not something you can measure with time. It's mm-hmm. not really a quantity, but the quality of the time. Yeah. Right? You know, you could love someone for as long as you want or as short as you want. But the thing is, it depends on the person when it comes to love in that sense. Because you know how some people say, oh, you know, they've been together for four to five years, right? They should yeah. get married and whatnot. But the thing is, you know, I know people who are together for 10 years and they broke up. Then you know what the funny thing is? The next relationship of the girl, they met. After one year, they got married. The next relationship of that guy, after two years, he got married to another person. So it's not the amount of time spent together but the quality of the time 
so that's how you do it. So like for me, uh, I just needed the two weeks because here's the thing. Sorry, I think I'm all over the place, no? No, 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 no. Uh, because here, here's a here's a killer line, no? Um, I've loved four. I've loved five women in my life, and uh, here's the thing: when you love someone, and it doesn't work out, right? You guys break up and whatnot. I always believe that that person will always be a part of your life, no matter what. But it doesn't mean that they'll be a part of it in the sense that they will crash your life or whatnot. No, 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 no. It's not like it's going to affect you from dating or meeting other people or even loving someone. I always believe that they'll always be a part of your heart, of your life. That there would be somewhat still of a care for them, but not in the romantic sense. Yeah. You know, when you're with someone, you shared special moments with them. You shared a love with them. And the great times will always be great times. Mm-hmm. And that will always be a part of you. That's true. So, yeah, I've loved five women in my life. And that's the past tense, love. So. But would you consider yourself still in love with them? Or do you care for them but not in a romantic way? Like, how oh, do yeah, you... Not- not love, yeah. Oh, but how do you stop yourself from loving that person in a romantic way, especially if you're not the one who, who, who broke up or who started the breakup? So with that one, I'll always have a care for them, period. Again, they were part of my life at one point, no matter how long or how short, right? Mm-hmm. But in terms of stopping myself from loving them in the romantic sense, it's more about respecting them in the sense that, you know, the relationship ended for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not about fantasizing that what if we get back together or what if I message this person and they'll be like, you know, I miss you too. Won't we try to make this work? I mean, I'm sure that worked for other people. Maybe. I don't know. Right. Yeah. But yeah. you just have to think there is a reason why the relationship ended, why they didn't fight for it. And so with that, you just have to realize that you have to love yourself enough to move on without that person. You know, I told um, I told my, my ex that I wish she finds the happiness that she's looking for, even if it's not with me. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we all want to be happy. And I don't think you know, trying to get back with someone who wasn't willing to fight for the relationship the first time will make you or them happy. That's true. So. I, I guess for some people, it's it may be difficult to move on, especially have so much love, you know, so much love to give that person and you're not yet ready to let them go. But, you know, the best decision is to really let them go because like what you said, you have to love yourself, right? But it's easier said than done. Eh? So, oh, yeah. Super, right? Yeah. <laughs> Especially oh. if you saw a future with that person already. And to be honest, at our age, right? usually 
during the time of our parents and perhaps until today this is the age where you settle down now where you have found the love of your life the one that you're gonna be spending your life with forever get on but i i guess for for us it's not the case you know so what are the what tips can you give to our viewers on how to move on more quickly i would say um, to the point na you have to choose yourself Nina, over you know choosing that relationship again so i'm not too keen on giving tips because you know it's really different per person but mm-hmm. let me say the one thing that everyone needs to do before they get into a relationship and that is to love yourself now i told this analogy to lors and to those mm-hmm. who know me I will do this analogy yet again. This is my favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is about life, right? This is about you as a person. So I want you to think about your life as a cup. So here, I have a glass, right? This is my glass. So in this glass, you need to fill it up. So, you know, you can put the amount of MLs you want, but, you know, it should be, um, you should have friends and family, work, uh, hobbies, uh work, hobbies, then something. But the biggest part of this should be self-love over here. So again, everything else, you can measure it as much as you want. You know, that's up to you. But self-love needs the big, the biggest part of this glass or this cup of yours. Yep. And once you fill this cup up, the excess over here is what you give to your partner or the person that you love. Now, why am I connecting the cup my cup story or my cup analogy to moving on if you if your cup is full and you love yourself to a point that your cup is overflowing moving on wouldn't be it is still going to be a painful process and a difficult process but you will move on truly and honestly right no matter what you do you know some people uh they love themselves so much but the way they move on is different from mine like some people they want to travel somewhere (laughs) i mean and and do something like that right Mm -hmm. or some people just want to you know just not be in social media for a month or some people want to do the things that they weren't able to do with their ex those are all okay. Those are all fine and valid for as long as your cup is filled. Because here's the thing, and this is from one of my favorite guys of all time, Daniel Sloss. He said that if you don't love yourself 100%, right? Let's say you only love yourself 20%. Then here comes some person to give you 40% your love, so 40% of love, right? You'll be like, shucks, that's so much love. That's crazy. But the yeah. thing is, it's not even half or 50%. So when you love yourself fully, the, the, the person who wants to be with you has to also love you 100% as well. So that's how you move on, by loving yourself fully and wholly and honestly. Again, the tips and stuff, different for each person. Some people want to read relationship books. Some people want to go to church. Some people want to read the Bible. Some people want to travel. Those are all valid for as long as, like what I said, each and every day, no matter how little, you feel better and better. 
Alam mo, that's, that's what matters actually. Kasi for some people, they think na moving on is agad-agad. Well, it's, for one, it's super difficult. Especially if you've imagined that person um, to be with you every single day and for the rest of your life, right? And especially yeah. if that person has been present in the most important moments in your life. May it be triumphs, maybe it may it be failures, correct? So when you say you should love yourself first, it's gonna be gradual. It's not gonna happen overnight. And I like oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. Super as in <laughs> up to now, that's what I'm also doing. And and the most important thing is at least you feel a bit better every single day. Now you can go back to square one, you know, if something th- if something triggers you. But if that time comes and you're you're being triggered, then I believe you're gonna be stronger na at that time to face whatever triggered you compared to how you were before after right after the breakup. So my question to you now is since you're mentioning about self-love and all of that, how do you fill your cup? So by filling up your cup, so like my analogy, right? Uh, so when we start out in life, right? When we finally have our own thought, we can have we can remember stuff and whatnot. Our cups mm-hmm. are always empty, like this one. Yeah. But you know, in life we have so many things. We have our friends, we have our family, work, hobbies, etc. Mm-hmm. And how we should proceed with life is we should nourish and cherish these four things: friends, family, work, hobbies. So you know, hobbies, sports, whatever you want to call it, you know, whatever you do. You train, you practice, you add to that, to the MLs in your cup. With um, work, you know, when you get promoted or if a boss likes your presentation or you you triumph or whatever, you add to your cup. Or or even if you're failures, you still add to the cup because you're experiencing life, right? Same with with, uh, your hobbies or your sports or whatnot. If you win a competition, adds to your cup. If you lose the competition, adds to your cup because you develop character. You learn that it's okay to lose. It's okay to make mistakes because at the end of the day, you learn from that. Yeah. Then, uh, what do you call this? Uh, with work, again, failures, triumph, you earn from experience. Mm-hmm. Then with your friends, you make friends. And, you know, as you get older, you may have lesser friends because you realize that when you're young, you become friends with people because of the silliest things, because you like the same yeah. band. You like the same color or your yeah. favorite cartoon and whatnot. And, you know, if your f- group of friends become smaller and smaller as you grow older, that's okay. Because, you know, when you get older, you want to have the ride and die kind of people, right? I mean, of course, you can still have your occasional friends, you know, maybe your work friends and whatnot. But you may not have, like, what you call a, bar- a barcada, right? Where you have, like, 30 members. I never understood. <laughs> Are you running a cult? <laughs> No, it's more like, are you guys like a Korean K-pop band or something? Like, right? But anyway, um, again, you know, when you make quality friends and stuff, adds to your cup. Uh, with family, of course, you know, your parents, like your mom, your dad, they took care of you when you're a baby and stuff like that. But, you know, as you get older, your parents still take care of you, but they also teach you life lessons. Like, yeah. one of my fondest memories of my dad is... Uh, this was in high school. I didn't know how to shave because I never really because my beard wasn't like this in high school. It was you know very thin and stuff. Think baby mm-hmm. hairs, right? 
Mm-hmm. But my dad's like, you know, you need to learn to shave. So he got me this Gillette razor. He showed me, you know, when you shave, you start down, then you go up, then down, up, down, up. Add that to the cup. Yeah. But the thing is, the hardest part of the cup to fill is the self-love part. Because here's the thing. In our minds, we're always the hero of our story. We're always the Bida, right? Yeah. And so what is a hero in a film, right? Don't, don't think of like Batman and stuff. But like <laughs> when you're kids, right? The yeah. heroes are the perfect people. They never do wrong. Yeah. They're always there for justice and whatnot. But the funny thing is, we're people. We make mistakes. We, we, we aren't perfect. Mm-hmm. And so the most difficult part is, in terms of the, sorry, excuse me, the road to self-love, is to reflect and look yourself in the mirror, and seeing your flaws, and seeing the mistakes you made. We all made mistakes in life that we wish we could take back. You know, if you had like a time machine, you'd be like. Younger Paolo, don't, don't do that. <laughs> yeah, true. And it's so hard, especially when your mistake is something that hurt you or worse, hurt someone else. Yeah. But we have to live with that. You know, here's the thing. Um, I really hate cancel culture, mm-hmm. especially when it's about someone who has changed. Because, you know, I'm going to be honest with you, like, if my old tweets resurfaced, like the tweets I tweeted back in 2008 or 2010, mm-hmm. I was so stupid back then. I didn't know stuff. I didn't know shit. <laughs> At the age of, can you imagine 12 years ago? I was 18. I was in college. I was just enjoying a beer in Sherwood. What do I know about the world? Yeah. Right? You know, the director of um, Guardians of the Galaxy, I can't remember his... Uh, Tim Gunn, I think is his name, or, or something Gunn. James Gunn. James Gunn, sorry. He tweeted this racist thing about Japanese people like 15 years ago. But the thing is, 15 years ago, unfortunately, society found those things funny. But then, you know, when the years come by, society changed, people changed, he changed. Right? Yeah. Let's not judge people by their past if they're trying to be better. If they're still the same asshole as 15 years ago, then yeah, sure, cancel that asshole, right? But what if they're trying to be better, but they forgot about their mistakes? So reflecting about your own mistakes is very difficult because we always want to see ourselves as the good person. But the thing is, we're not perfect. And, you know, Lars, that's the most difficult thing to do. Can you imagine looking yourself in the mirror, remembering all the things you did, all the mistakes, all your regrets, and then telling yourself without hesitation that I love you. Seeing the cracks and then telling yourself you love yourself. Can you not think of something more difficult than that? It's hard. To be honest, it's hard. It's easier to say I love you to other people, but to yourself, yeah. sometimes it's a struggle. To be Do you know why? Why it's easier to say I love you to someone else? I don't know. I mean, I couldn't think of an answer. Do you want me to tell you? Am I going to be crying? I'm just kidding. I don't know. (laughs) Because it's easier to forgive others, but it's most difficult to forgive yourself. Oh! 
let that sink in for a few seconds. I told you to be ready with my with the answers, Lord. Medyo masakit kasi totoo. Yeah. Alam mo, here's the funny thing, ha. No okay. matter how people have wronged you several times, you're still gonna give them a second chance. Even if they repeat it over and over again, even if they hurt you a lot, it's gonna be easy for you to forget and forgive. Parang sige na nga, since I love you, but you cannot do that easily to yourself. It, maybe it's part of human nature. Maybe for our viewers out there, um, you can give, you can share your opinions. Is it easier to forgive other people or is it easier to forgive yourself? And which one do you think is more important for you? Forgiving yourself first or forgiving other people first? So we have a lot of comments. Maybe you can read them. Okay. I'm so, going to read them. I just don't know how to flash No, no, it. I, I put in the screen for you. All right. Okay, I... I think this is my girl best friend. It's from Jan Tang, but I recognize your smile, girl, because you have a beautiful smile and your long hair. So her what she said was Lego babes. Then Lego babes. Friend zone yarn. Sino ba friend zone mo pao? I think to each other a while ago, right? You're saying that we're like friends and stuff. But wait, so this is from Marcella. So wait, guys, I have to give Marcella so much credit uh, with Iglap Short Talks because there are some, not really some, I'd say half of the episodes where I felt that I needed help in understanding the subject matter. So actually, the bonfires and the fireworks is from Marcella. She she really helped me with that one a lot. Then... uh, the gray fla- the the red flags floss green flags and gray flags marcella also helped me a lot with that one and uh i'm going to plug it in later but she's helping me helping me out with another episode so just remind me lars to to plug that in yeah. but yeah thanks for watching marcella and thank you for saying that short talks is the best i mean you are a huge reason why i think it's doing okay so far why no one has canceled me yet so thank you <laughs> canceled on you then she said supposedly iglap is greater than ted talk which uh, i mean not yet uh, unless if uh, i get that many viewers <laughs> maybe we can have that conversation but yeah um let's go back uh Lars. so here's another one. Oh, that's my aunt Aidita. <laughs> watching from santa tomas isabella that's her province Hi, Tita. I hope that is not with you. <laughs> Baka mamaya may masabi ako eh. <laughs> Lol. Yeah, but feel free to watch that. <laughs> okay. Then, then, um, from Tony, so grabe naman yun pa. I think that was the one about... Mm-hmm. What did I say kaya for him to say that? But yeah. Uh, a lot. <laughs> you said a lot. Then from your aunt again, uh, if you're able to move on for two weeks, well, I guess that's not love. Mm, uh, you know, take this one first. People, people have different opinions. But like what I said, love is not measured by quantity, but it's by the quality of time. That, that's always my position. Then exactly. your next one. Ah, the, this, is <laughs> this is my Tito. He was the one who asked you for the link. Yeah. Oh, oh, you okay? 
Ayoko masayang. Nahiya ako eh. I'm okay, shy so when said, to Lors, you've gone too far at your young age, Lorraine. We're so proud of you as your kababayan. Wait, did oh, I read that? Okay. I did, yeah. Yeah, okay. kababayan. Then I think Lors has a Japanese friend. No, um, that's not. <laughs> Alright, why don't you read it first? Okay, so she's reminding me. I think all of my titas are watching, so I better be careful of what I'm saying. Which is okay, because I don't think we're saying anything narrated PG. Yeah, but thank you, okay. tita. Then <laughs> you have you your aunt again. Your, your other aunt. Okay. Ito, medyo matindi to. Sige. Okay. You wanna read it? Uh, you read it, then I can answer if you want. Okay, sige. Medyo matindi to. Um, and I think this is gonna be my next question for you, ha? Mm-hmm. I beg to disagree. It's not fair to expect for a hundred percent love if you only give fifty percent love. Can I answer this first? Sure. You're you're I... the host. <laughs> you can do what you want. if you're still there, <laughs> I think um to an extent, siguro it's true. But this is just my personal opinion. But I think with the previous heartbreaks and my previous discussions with my close friends, aka Nella and Pau, um, I think it's fair to expect a 100% love. Because at the end of the day, we deserve to be loved. You know, We don't have to ask for it. Hence, if that right person is the right person, then you wouldn't have to ask for anything because he would willingly give it to you because he loves you. And we all deserve to be loved in a way now. We love ourselves. We deserve that kind of love that is patient, kind. Siyempre, but biblical verse. Pero you get what I'm trying to say. Like, we don't have to dictate, oh, ito yung gusto ko, ganyan, ganyan. Parang the right person will come to you and you will just be grateful because it's not what you expect, but it's more than what you expect. So, yun yung answer ko for, for this one. To an extent, siguro, it, it can be true. Um, but then again, with Paolo's analysis kanina, whatever is overflowing or excess from that cup, yun dapat yung ibigay mo. Kasi at the end of the day, you only have yourself. Sometimes people would leave you. Like, for me, I thought he was the one, right? Char. I, I thought he was the one. But then again... Not all people will stay in your life, so you have yourself to love yourself. Yon. <laughs> okay, so I think um your aunt may have misunderstood what I said a while ago about the overflowing, about if you only love yourself 20%, but if someone loves you 40%, you think that's so much love, but it's less than half and all these things. So what I meant was if what I'm saying is for both sides, you need to love each other 100%. Like one side cannot only give you 90 and you give 100. You have to give each other 100%. And you both have to have your two cups filled. Because here's here's an example. So I know this person. We're in, this person was in a relationship, right? And this person really loved uh, their partner so much. They, they gave their all. They did so much for this person. And they both had two different love languages. And they just both couldn't um, match. Then this other person, because this other person, instead of giving her excess, she was giving 
even what's inside the cup. And she kept giving it and giving it and giving it until this person no longer had um, laman in her in their cup anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say both of you need to have filled up cups, and both of you only need to, and both of you only give the excess to each other. Because if you continue that way, we're in that person's cup isn't filled, and you give your fill of your cup to them, then what's going to happen to you? How will you? You'll feel tired. You will feel frustrated. At times, you may not love yourself. Right? So always make sure that your cup is filled. Always make sure that you love yourself 100%. So that whoever comes into your life will have to love you at least 100% as well. You don't want to have a disparity wherein you give 100% and they only give you 20. Then that's 80% of your cup gone. But my question for you, Paul, is right now, are you dating anyone? Yeah. I mean, you know, I go on dates. So, mm-hmm. Would you consider yourself or would you consider your cup overflowing? Always. And it's not easy. It wasn't easy. Like what you said, loving yourself is not easy. And it isn't something you do overnight, but it takes a process. But I guess I was just lucky enough that I started that process quite early, early, and now I'd say I have an overflowing cup. Where, you know, if I do end up in a relationship, awesome. If I don't end up in a relationship this year, awesome also. I mean, you know, I have friends and family, especially my friends, because in my family, they're quite busy, who I can go out with, who I can have drinks with, who I can... You know, just hang with and have good, clean fun with. And um, what do you call this? That's the important part. We're in, you're not begging for a relationship. You know, I mean, yes, I'm dating around, but I am dating people to see where things can go. If nothing happens, I won't feel bad. Right? Because again, you're just, you're just trying to figure out who this person is and seeing if something will happen. But I'm not going out there and saying, you know, I'm going, this next person's the last person I'm going to be with. Like, this is my future wife. No, 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 nothing like that. So, you know, I'm just there enjoying my time, meeting people, um, understanding them, uh, finding out who they are as people, what they like, what they dislike, and all of these things. It could end up in a relationship. It could end up in friendship. Or as my favorite term now is, or it can end up being the none option or nothing happens. You know, that's so, a very good, you know, that's a very good point. Um, because right now, I, I don't know, to be honest, in this modern dating, I don't know how to define dating anymore. So for you, how how do you see dating nowadays? And has it changed over time? Like, if you are going to compare the younger Paolo, who I've known in 2018, versus <laughs> the Paolo now, what do you think changed? How do you see dating now compared to before? Dating has changed in the sense that uh, 
one thing I noticed is the younger generation, right? Kalaman like 15 or something. Oh, right, eh. I was gonna um, say our generation or okay, like, like, when I was in my 20s, uh there were people afraid of commitment, afraid of labels. But it's I feel that it's more rampant now. Why do you think so? Because you know, when I when I talk to people, I'm like, so so like I when I talk to people, I'm like, so did you go on a date? And like, oh no, I went on a hangout. I'm like, so you were with friends? No, someone I met on Tinder. That you're trying to be friends with? No, just go. I'm like, so that's a date. They're like, no, it's a hangout. And I'm like, okay, so what does that mean? Then the person's yeah, like, oh, hang on. So I, I have dinner with them. I talk to them. You know, maybe my kiss or not or whatever. So a date. <laughs> you know, so <laughs> it was it was um it was a huge uh mind fuck for me to, okay. to see how young people or younger people or even people of this year, the 2020s, right? Mm-mm. How we're so how, how people or society does not like labeling things. And why do you think that is? I think the thing is life. And things that had importance in the past have become so easy that there is no more value to it. What do I mean by this before people start canceling me? Uh, back in the day, for example, uh, no, actually now, open up your Grab app. You can order food. You can go somewhere. You can have something delivered. You can book a hotel. You can send money to your bank account. It's so easy. Go to the dating apps. Bumble, Tinder. I think it's called Tenten or Tantan or whatever. Uh, yeah. Inner Circle, Coffee and Bacon, <laughs> um, etc. And, y- y- you know, dating is like, I see a fo- as, as, a, as a straight cisgender man, uh, I see a photo of a girl. If I don't, if she's not my type, swipe left. If she's my type, swipe right. Mm. Because of how we made things so easy, I think people have seen dating as something that is easy. I, like, here's the thing. Okay, sorry. Let me let me expound some more. Go, so, go. when people go out, right? There's some people out there who want commitment or want to see if there's a relationship. Good. Know what you want. That's the first thing you need to do when you when you date. Mm-hmm. So there's some people who want something serious and there's some people who just want to sleep around. Now, if you're the second one, I'm not going to judge because you know you do you. But make sure that one, that's what you want. And two, whoever you're going out with, make that clear. That all you want is just sex, and that's it. Just a one-nighter. I'll never see you again. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Right? Don't complicate it and like leave breadcrumbs or, or make them believe that you're really interested in them. You know, just be straight out. Say, you know, all I want is a one-night with you, and that's it. So again, I'm very old school when it comes to dating people. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, and that's why. I call it a date. Like, let's go out on a date. Mm-hmm. See where this goes. I've had dates where it was just one date. That's it. Okay, move on. 
that's not a problem. But I feel that people nowadays just are, I don't know if the term is afraid or allergic or what, of labels, of, of um, commitment. And for me, it's like, what's wrong with calling a spade a spade? Like, Loris, for example, if I match with you on Tinder, let's say we don't know each other or whatever, I'll be like, hey, you want to grab dinner? I consider that a date. It doesn't mean that I'll end up with you or mm-hmm. do anything with you. It's just me getting to know you. How about this? Let me Google right now the definition of a date. Um, date meaning. Of course, I'm gonna, they're going to put like date as in like January 1 or whatever. Here. So a date. Mm-hmm. A social or romantic appointment or engagement. So a college student on a date with someone he met in class. If you're on a dating app and you meet someone or you match with someone sorry, and you want to, you know, get to know them, take them to dinner, have coffee or lunch, that's mm-hmm. a date. You met on a dating app. Right? It's not a hanging out app. <laughs> you know, it's not like you want to bumble like BFF because the bumble has like work, romantic and like yeah. friend. You're not yeah. in the friend part of bumble, my friend. You're You're in the dating part. You're in the romantic yeah. side of it. So I don't know that, that that that's it. I don't know if I answered the question, but yeah. Yeah, well, and I, lightweight questions. I was expecting like, but okay. Yeah, I would I would agree with you. Parang just want to pick on what you mentioned earlier. Dating is easy, because for me it's easy to pick someone whom you can date. But on the flip side of the coin, it's also easy to dispose of people when you're not interested. Hence, why there's a term called ghosting and whatnot. Um, kaya nga nabuo yung Facebook group na subtle clown traits. I'm not yes. sure if it's part love of that. Group. I love we that. Love group. <laughs> I love that. Group. It, you know, the memes are fire. Like, I love the memes in that group. But that's exactly. true. That, that's exactly. true. Like, I just feel can we not overcomplicate simple things? Exactly. Dating there, and love are two different yeah. things. Love is complicated. Dating is not. Let's mm-hmm. have dinner. If I like you and you want to have a second date, boom. If you don't like me, I don't like you, boom. Forget. It. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Right? That's it. Bye, Felicia. I haven't heard yeah, that. complicated. Exactly. Exactly. I think, yeah, it's easy to dispose people. I mean, why can't people just be like that? No, but that's true. I mean, that's 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 somewhat true. Medyo masakit siya, but hence why that Facebook group was created, right? And I think a lot of our viewers can also somewhat relate to that. And that's something that you have to move on again from. Let's say you came from a breakup. So let me paint the picture. You came from a long-term relationship. Your heart was broken, so you need to heal. So you fill your cup overflowing cup and whatnot and then you start dating around and then you encounter people like who just ghosted you out and you need to you know recover from that again so it's gonna be a cycle so sometimes because what would happen is i ghosted out on you so i need to find another person to fill his fill that void and And then your cup what happens to your cup does it decrease the water level or is it does it stay just like that? So, diba, parang you're getting more concentrated on other people that you date. 
instead of concentrating on yourself. So sometimes that's why I agree with you when you said na dating is getting complicated nowadays. Um, before but during our parents' time when they started dating, do you think during that time it was easy for them or was it also this complicated? You know, here's the thing. Um, each generation, there's always going to be complications, right? But I think with them, there were complications, don't get me wrong. Um, I'm sure there were people out there. I mean, maybe back in the 50s or 60s, there were fuckboys. I wouldn't know. But I'm sure there were their own complications. But I think back then, uh, people were more into commitment, right? Because they saw their parents were in like, if you if you date this girl, you usually end up marrying this girl. You know, there's always positives and negatives to that, um, because you know how the world right now is globalized, right? I could be chatting with someone from Mongolia, or something like that, right? Um, so with that one, uh, because you know Daniel Sloss, I, I super love this guy by the way. Um, he said that. There are like 8 billion people, I think. I think we have like 8 billion already people in the world or something like that. And you're telling me the love of your life lives 20 kilometers away from your house. Yeah. It sounds weird, right? It sounds weird. But yeah. during the time of our parents, our grandparents and stuff, they didn't have this globalization. I bet at that time, they didn't even know anyone from Mongolia or something, right? Yeah. So at least with us, we get to meet people from whatever part of the planet. But back then, for them, it's like, if I meet this girl, again, Loris, I'll just use as an example. Let's say we're in the 1950s and we're both in college. I'm like, oh, there's this cute girl in my physics class. I'll ask her out. Then we end up getting married. We have kids. And maybe that is love. Maybe we are soulmates. Maybe that's the real thing. Or maybe we just thought it was. So that's the complication again back then where I guess they didn't really have Mm. Um, that open globalization. Well, nowadays, I could be, I could have a girlfriend in, again, Mongolia. Wow. Thank you, Mongolia. For being such a random, I know. Are you craving what? for Mongolian food right now? I've always wanted to go to Mongolia, but I don't know why I'm using it as the example right now, but fine. Mm. I mean, that's the hill I chose to die on, right? Um, and that's fine if I have a girlfriend from Mongolia. Mm-hmm. I guess it's because we have so many options right now on who we could date and what we can date, that because of all of this overflowing and how easy it is, we tend to overcomplicate it. So my answer to you is, yes, I'm sure it was complicated back then, but mm-hmm. I think it's also a simpler time back then, and that's a neutral statement. That's neither good nor bad. Okay. Okay. Now that you mentioned, Sige, before we dive into one we of the... have comments, a comment, um, if that's okay, we'll host lords sure. so mickey alonso said pow's shot cup is always full <laughs> shot more. Cup. <laughs> more. i i don't i only drink once a week that's it uh, not my know. every day before then oh shy is here all right I, I i okay so shy is here has to be clear though you're dating for what uh setting intentions so parties aren't wasting their time or they can manage their expectations no that's right i agree with i agree i agree with shy i mean you know, when you are dating people, make sure you you are clear about your intentions, right? Uh, or at least have the opportunity, or at least get the opportunity to. Okay. Because, you know, there's some people we're in when they date, 
maybe the first date they're kind of shy. Yeah, I mean, they're maybe they're not straightforward and whatever. Yeah, um, but yeah, as much as possible, maybe try to to find the time or the moment to make your intentions clear. But I think that's very important. I have a question. Is it about on the first date they might be shy? Ganyan, ganyan. How many dates should you go on before you tell that person what your intention is? Is it too early if you say it on the first date? Alam mo. I always want to say it on the first date, but I don't okay. always practice it. Okay. Because my, my problem is when I go on a date with someone, uh, and you know, we start talking and talking and maybe relating to something or we're having fun, just talking. I tend to forget to, to bring that up. Because okay. I'm the type that you know when I'm enjoying my time and stuff, like let's say for example, we're talking about movies or we're talking about mm-hmm. sports or whatever. I'm more like, yeah, and you know, did you watch like this and that? You didn't get excited. Yeah. And I yeah. tend to forget the talk. But for me, I'm the type, I'm very straightforward. It should be on the first date. But uh, but maybe for those who don't have the courage yet to say that on the first date, maybe third date is the latest for me. Third date, okay. I mean, that's the latest for me. I mean, that's just my opinion. I'm a 30-year-old who has the mental age of like a 55-year-old probably. Okay. Sige. Sige. I mean, that's your opinion, right? And I agree with you then on the first date Now you should set your intentions clear so that you would be able to attract the right people, right? And that you don't have to waste each other's time kung you guys are not on the same page. So my question to you is, let's say you go on the fourth date, fifth date, and then you still haven't had that talk on maybe where is this going or what's the end goal here ba? um how would you manage that would you stop seeing the person would you be the one initiating the talk or would you just wait for that person to initiate the talk sorry give me one moment to to digest that no problem so here's the thing um you're dating right as much as possible for me, I want to see the person at least very bare minimum once a week. But but more than once. But for me, I prefer twice at least. I mean, that's just me. But of course, again, take the tango. You have to find out what if that person's busy? What if they can really only give um once a week, right? Again, we all have our own different... We all have our lives. You know, I mean, I play basketball five times a week. Wow right um some people they they they're taking masters or they're taking other classes or whatnot or they have their side hustles or whatnot you know you just have to understand what their what their schedule is like what they're going through and all of these things so shucks what was your question again i got lost in the... no 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 it's okay so you what were the so... question again sorry it's okay it's okay um the question was, let's say you go on the fourth date. Because the first date is your ideal um, time to, to yeah, straighten yeah, yeah. out. What if you go on the fourth date, fifth date, and no one's bringing it up? Are you going to be the one to initiate it? Are you going to stop seeing that person? Or are you going to wait for that person to initiate it? No, I, I, I prefer to initiate that talk. I mean, I'm not, mm-hmm. okay, I don't want to sound sexist or anything. But, you know, for me, I'm very old school. You know, when you're, you know, I, I have this belief that, you know, when you're a guy and you're seeing a girl, 
you should always be the one to initiate your intentions. Why? Before I, before I get canceled, calm down, guys. Calm down. <laughs> You're not gonna get canceled. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> you know what happened in the past, but um, uh, nasty comments on TikTok. But uh, what do you call this? So here's the thing, um, because of how society, especially men, we are sadly a very troubled gender. Yeah. In the sense that um, we haven't been very kind to women. We look at history, right? It's mm-hmm. the kings who choose who they want to marry. And the queens have no choice. They're like, okay, I'm going to marry you because my dad says so, so that you don't invade our country. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I have to marry you because, you know, it's a fixed marriage, business and stuff, or whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. I just feel that we all owe women a huge apology for how we've treated them. You know, men, I'm sure there are women out there who are assholes. Don't get me wrong. I think no matter what gen, whatever gender you are, whether you're a he, she, or them, I'm sure there are assholes in all three or whatever other, you know, um, gender pronouns there are. Mm. I think there are assholes in all of those. But men have been very troubled in the sense that you hear the news um catfishing um men harming women all of these things and i feel that you know if you're a good guy you should be the type to go ahead and say you know i want to date you because for example i want to see where this will go or actually i'm going out with you because all i want is sex we owe it to you guys to be upfront to you we owe it to you guys that we're not going to be malabo. We're not going to make you guys second guess on what we want. Because I believe that for the longest time, we haven't been treating women very good, if that makes sense. It does. And that's why I feel that me, as the guy trying to get to know you, trying to woo you, trying to know you, pursue you, I should initiate my intentions and not just say it with words, but show it with my actions. You know, if you can only teach in college to educate the younger men before they <laughs> wow. join the course. Oh. And I guess lap is one of the best opportunities for you to do that also. But I like what you said. I mean, I don't want to sound entitled just because I'm a woman, but it does make a lot of sense then. And it's going to be easier. I mean, I think the world will be a lot better (laughs) if, you know, men can just... Same with women. Both can just be transparent. If it's not working out, then just end things in a more, in a diplomatic way, right? I don't even know if there's such a, an approach on how to end things. But if you guys want to pursue or be with that person, then it's good that you guys are able to talk about it. And speaking of pursuing, I have another question. So you're in the dating scene right now. It means you're single, you're young, even if you say sometimes like you, you feel old. 
Um, what's your mindset before you go on dates? Like, what's well, your my mindset? Yeah, my mindset is, you know, I'm going to meet this person. I'm going to get to know them mm-hmm. and see where it goes. No pressure on anyone's side. Because that's the point of a date, you know? You're just getting to know the person. Mm-hmm. And, it, and that's not complicated. You know, after one date, if you guys don't like each other, then you don't have to see each other anymore. Right? It's not like you're getting married, you know, because if you're married, then you'll see each other every day, you know. But um, but yeah, my, my mindset is I'm going to get to know this person. I hope it's going to be an awesome date and let's see where it goes. But the thing is, um, right now in my life, mm-hmm. you know, I try to live a life without any regrets. But newsflash, there are a lot of regrets, right? Um, I guess one of my biggest regrets is not telling someone my intentions towards that person. Again, that's what that was my fault. I wanted to to really tell the person my intentions and how I view this person. And I don't know if I'm going to get the chance. I honestly don't know. And that would be a regret if I don't. Right? Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, sorry. With that being said, uh, when it comes to that, my mindset in dating right now is more on, I want something deeper than just another, like, you know, um, how do I say this? Like right now, yes, I'm going out with different people and stuff. And most of them, it was just a one-time date. I realized that there's nothing in common. And okay, there's nothing wrong with that. But it's more about meaning and purpose nowadays. Like, what is my purpose? What is meaningful to me? So I had this, um, a glap short talk, right? Um what they call this. Uh, Lors, I think there's something with your camera. You can like fix it or something while I answer your question if you want. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm frozen. No, you're, 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 no, you're not. But anyway. Um, but yeah, yeah. Better, oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what they call this. Okay. Um, anyway, you, you go fix your thing. Uh, Wait, the thing. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. Okay, I'll just, I'll just, um give me a few seconds just to fix it hold on yeah sorry so anyway going back uh see i lost my train of thought anyway so sorry so so going back i had this iglap short talk about chasing and pursuing right uh what's the difference and to summarize that 13 minute episode chasing has no purpose no meaning it could just be playing tag or habulan but pursuing has a purpose. It has a meaning. When you pursue something, you put value to it. When you pursue, you pursue a law degree. You pursue a medical degree. You pursue a master's degree, a college degree. So when you go on dates or when you are interested in someone, you don't just chase them. You pursue them. You want to get to know them. You want to see if there is a future with them. 
So in my, again, I've been on several dates and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, I'll only pursue one person. If I see that there's someone who I can really relate to in a deeper level, I will pursue that person. I will let them know what my intentions are. I'll show it by action, not just by words. And if we end up together, awesome. If we don't end up together, then maybe it just simply means that we weren't meant for each other. So the thing is, uh, so yeah, so right now, I feel that I would want to pursue more than anything else. So yeah, Lars, I think you fixed your camera. So yeah, so I, yeah, I think I answered yeah. your question. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, sorry about that. My internet has been spotty since it rained. No malakas. So I hope you guys are staying safe at your houses. So ayun. But I really like that topic, Pao. And sometimes I would listen to it over and over again because well, maybe <laughs> yeah, maybe some of our audience can relate to you now. You can really move on so fast. But maybe there are some people na you know, they're not ready to date yet. They're not ready That's to fun. put out. Yeah. So so what I'm trying to say is your Iglap short talks are very helpful, to be honest. Like it Thank it's you. a Thank good you. reminder for me, especially me. I'm I would say I'm a fragile person. <laughs> and I guess that's the reason why God sent you to me as my big brother and be like, you need tough love. My boy. Comment of the night. Quote of the night. I know. <laughs> I'm a fragile person. Gazing on 2022. So my boy. Don't and then my girl version, that's Nella. So hi, Nella, if you're there. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is, um, siguro for, for some people who are not ready to date yet, you don't have to pressure yourself. Let's say, because society sometimes, no, they would say, or your, your parents would say, oh, anong dekada na, hindi ka pa ba ikakasal, hindi ka pa magkakaanak. And sometimes I would get that too. But that that's part of our culture. I, I'm not saying it's wrong. But you don't have to feel the pressure because, you know, after dating, um, you know, with the hopes of getting married, you cannot be with someone whom you chose just because Ola, eh, choice ko, I need to get married na. You have to choose someone. That's why dating is there, right? To filter, like what you said. Um, you don't have to really end up together. You see where it goes. It should be chill. And I guess that's one of the mistakes I made as well. Um when I was dating people, um, I was I was I wanted to move on really fast without filling my cup, and or feeling and, the pain, and feeling the pain. But when I felt the pain, my gosh, it took us four hours of therapy session. <laughs> Every day. Yeah, From Monday to Friday. <laughs> Pero so kudos 20 to you. Hours. Oh, 16 hours. Oh, no, 20. Yeah, 20 hours. <laughs> kudos to you. You didn't say I was too much. Or is that why men left me? Oh! You mean that's why men disappear from your life? Oh! But anyways, kidding aside. So, 
it, it's good that you were able to say what your purpose in dating is. Because for some men, sometimes they don't realize that they were projecting they want to date with a purpose. But then what they really, really want is just to sleep with you. Diba? So it's good that you're, you're making things clear with them. So aside from that mistake, what else do you think are the mistakes that people make in dating nowadays? Aside from overcomplicating everything? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... Not just men, huh? people in general. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just... Sorry. Uh, wearing rose-colored glasses. <laughs> I wonder who that is. <laughs> I really wonder who that is as well. No, but here's the thing. Uh, when we d- date, right, I always say, take note of the red flags, if there are, the flaws. Green flags are easy. Gray flags, right? You know, there are people out there who you will meet who are awesome. Who make you feel happy? Who understands you like no one else? Who makes you believe in love again? Who makes you believe that you deserve happiness? People who you hope they'll be your happy ending. And it's because, you know, there are so many things you relate to on a deeper level. It could be as mababaw as, oh, you like Akazuki and Chacha as well? Me too. And to things we're in, you know, our parents are similar. Then you can go to things, morals, values, all of these things. And when you keep on relating to someone and it gets deeper and deeper and deeper, the one thing that we tend to do is to only see what we want to see and ignore the things that we know our conscience will tell us that's not good because we will tell ourselves no one's perfect so what if this is a face what if this person is just having a bad month a bad two three four months or no i can change that person i can change that person i can make them feel you know or, or i i can i can i'm willing to go through the, the struggle, the, the complications for this person. But you can never be a martyr to anyone. The person needs to change for themselves. They need to choose to change. So that's my answer. People wear rose-colored glasses because the red flags just look like flags. We put people on a pedestal because we fall in love with the idea of the person, but we don't fall in love with the person. So I think that's another mistake people do tend to make. Moments of silence. And, uh, oh my, I was like, wait, is, is Laura's okay? Should, should I continue this? 
but yeah you know again i keep you know if i ever get to have daniel sloss on this show first thing i'll probably faint uh <laughs> thing is i'll be like please come to the philippines mm-hmm. uh but the third thing is no but here's the thing he had this beautiful part about the whole jigsaw thing where he was saying that you need to love me for who i am 100 percent as in even if i if i for example don't put maple syrup on my plate you need to love that about me if i like playing um let's say the spaghetti song a hundred times a day you have to love that side of me. you cannot pick and select sides you cannot pick and select what you will love about me. you have to love me 100 percent. because if you don't then you're only loving what you think who I am, who you project me to be. And it's not my fault if you don't love me 100%. Because you only love an idea of me. And if I don't live up to that expectation, that fake idea, it's not my fault, it's your fault. That's another one. Sorry, so, yeah. I, I'm just taking everything in. Because do not get me wrong. It's okay. it's exciting to fall in love. It's exciting to meet that person, see how you guys can relate in another level. And especially if that person can relate with you um, exclusively. Like, you cannot relate with other people how he can relate to you. But of course yeah loving falling in love is exciting loving yeah. someone is exciting yeah but yeah. as much as it is exciting it takes a lot of work it does because we're all different people lors like for example we're dating right we're together i'm a guy you're a girl right cisgender we're both cisgender i I'm a guy, so I always leave my toilet seat up. <laughs> I'm sure you'd be annoyed. You'd be like, my goodness, Paula, it only take you less than a freaking second to put it down, right? You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There'll yeah. be times where we'll have those small things that we will want to kill each other for. But that's where the work comes in. That's where the yeah. real love comes in. Right? That's true. That's true. That's true. And I'm not sure if you can categorize that under flaws but it is yeah it's a flaw <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my goodness i hope people don't consider leaving the seat up as a red flag no <laughs> trust me i know they're annoying okay so let, let's let's let, let me define them for you so red flags okay. Means, okay. You know, stop, don't pursue don't do not do it but Cross we the- Wow, okay. I have a question before you proceed. Because, of course, we're just at the end of the day. And we love giving people chances. Because we love giving people and whatnot. So, does that mean, when you see the first red flag, does that mean, okay, tama na, ayaw na kita, ganun? Mm. Or, um, baka naman, alam mo yun, you give them 
second chances, the benefit of the doubt. Baka naman may maganda siyang qualities, ganun. So, maybe I should still give him a chance. Hindi pa naman ganun kagrabe yung red flag. Especially when you're you're putting more weight on his better qualities. Like, how do you how do you balance that out? Kasi diba sometimes we tend to appreciate the beauty of that person. And yun nga, siguro we're wearing those red-colored, rose-colored rose glasses. Yeah. I mean, um, I mean, siguro I'm just being too nice. I don't know. Pero how do you put us? When do you have to put a stop on it? If you see the first red flag. Sorry, go ahead. I think, I think it depends on what the red flag is and what they're doing about it. Because what if, for example, the person's red flag is he's an alcoholic, but he's going to rehab, he's going to Alcoholics Anonymous meetings and all of that. Because I believe, okay, so I developed this thing. It's called a gray flag, right? Which means it's neutral. Gray flags used to be flaws or red flags, but because we as people worked on these things, they became neutral, right? Um, So for example, let's say he was an alcoholic, red flag, right? But he's working to not be an alcoholic anymore. If you're if you meet someone who's in the middle or in the process of um like working on the red flags, right? So that it doesn't become red flags anymore, then I think that's okay. For as long as again you're working on it. But if the person's like, you know what? Fuck you. I'm an alcoholic. I don't give a fuck what you think. Um, if you can't love me for me, bye Felicia. First guy. Proceed with caution, with a lot of caution. Second guy, don't even bother. I'm a fan of giving second chances. I love a great comeback story. But the person needs to work for it. You pointed it out there. Like, first red flag palang, do we stop? Especially if you're super into the person already, like you relate on a deeper level. Mm. And I say, it's up to you. But just make sure that you know what your what the risks are. Right? So, there you go. And then the green flags, which I suppose is the easiest flag to explain. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, for example, what if he is chivalrous? Like he pulls the seat for you. What if he opens the door for you? What if he likes giving you gifts and your love language is gift receiving? What if he loves singing in the car with you? Green flags are the easiest things because these are the things that make you happy. That's true. That's true. So, yeah. I was supposed to have a question in mind, but then I forgot what that question is. It slipped my mind, but I have another one. So, I have questions for you. Yeah. So you were mentioning something about pursuing and chasing and differentiating between the two. Yeah. My question is for you. 
from from your dating experiences, what made you, what characteristics did you see in that person that made you pursue her? So, wow, give me a moment. So, you remember I told you about my regret right now? Remember that? Like that was a few minutes ago? Mm-hmm. I think I haven't pursued the person yet because I haven't told the person my intentions. But why do I want to pursue this person? Because of who they are, actually. And that's a very generic and very... And I will expound. So... The one thing I find so attractive in a person is when they have a talent. Because I have no talent. A while ago in the introduction that I wrote for myself that you read, it's frustrated chef, singer, and dancers. I'm frustrated about those three things. Because I cannot sing, I cannot dance, and my cooking skills are eh, not Gordon Ramsay. But, um, but if a person has a talent like singing or dancing, you know, that, that's so attractive to me. So that, that's like one thing. But the deeper thing is how they view life, their morals, um, how they can be so forgiving, how they find family important. Um, and when they're, when they're passionate about what they do. Because, you know, I believe that for me, it's just for me, the perfect partner is someone who is passionate about what they do. Someone who has similar morals as you. Someone who loves their family. Someone who's a feminist as well. You know what I mean? Because, you know, we live in a, in a day and age where women have been showing up. I've always believed that the future is feminine. The the Prime Minister of New Zealand, I cannot remember her name, but New Zealand was one of the best countries to be in during COVID, during 2020. Yeah. yeah. And you have people like Malala Yousafzai who got shot in the face because she wanted she went against the Taliban or the Al-Qaeda, saying that women should get an education. Then you have um I can't remember of this. I can't remember this European girl's name, but she's a little girl, and she mm. says, "I want to go to school." Uh, okay. Thunberg. Uh, what's her first name? Uh, I forgot her. I can picture her face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, "I don't want to go to school if we're not gonna save the planet." Yeah, 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 so, yeah. Uh, these are women. Greta Thunberg. That's her name. Aeon, Aeon. Uh, yeah, these are women. You know, and if this person is a progressive woman who has her own career, who's passionate about what she does, who believes in God. Because I think, you know, I rarely talk about religion in the show. I, uh, what do you call this? Sorry. Uh, I, I rarely talk about religion in the show, but I became a Christian five weeks ago. I, I went through a really bad, uh, mental breakdown and for some reason 
and this is something I don't really tell a lot of people now. I mean, unless if it's asked, but hello, uh, is for some reasons, something in my mind came that I need to go through a fast. So I did that. I went through a fasting, reflection, and prayer for nearly five days. All I had as sustenance was, I don't know, like eight, ten glasses of water a day. And one of those glasses was reserved for Baraka. That was my only calories for the day. That's like 40 to 60. Damn. Um, but I got it. And when I went to my church uh, five weeks ago, it made sense. So that's why for me, when I'm looking for, not really looking, but for me, when I want to pursue someone, I want someone who believes in God. I mean, that's just my personal take. There are people here who are agnostic and stuff. And you have your own um, list of why you, or uh, your own list of things on why you would pursue a particular person. But for me, it's um, someone who is progressive, someone who's passionate about what they do, someone who believes in God, who believes in forgiveness, who believes in family, And someone, I, I think I said it already, but someone who, who is willing to give second chances. I really felt that I dropped the ball. But let's see. Well, you know, it's never too late. Ah, let's not let's not get there. You never know. Sometimes, yeah. Lord's in life, you just need to know when the ship has sailed, my friend. Grabe, how you really uh, had a lot of maturity in you. <laughs> well, <laughs> when you turn the age of thirty, um, as Lars knows, it was like night and day. I don't yeah. think twenty-seven. 26-year-old Paolo would think of these things since Lars knew me when I was 26. Oh my gosh. Don't you remember old Paolo, the, the younger Paolo and now the... I'm like Taylor Swift, you know? I have so many different eras. I had my I Toto era. I had my college party fuckboy era. I had my... I just graduated from college and I'm still a fuckboy era. To, yeah. I'm in a relationship, but I'm drinking and partying too much era and getting drunk era. Then now I'm in the wise old news era, as I call it, where I, re I guess I had to go through all those stupid things to realize these things and to hopefully tell people that, hey, it's okay to want things or to want these things or to do stupid things. But what's important is you learn from them. It's okay to fail what's not okay is to not learn from your failure so yeah wise old moose era i'm and i'm on tour my tour is called purpose and meaning in life so yeah <laughs> <laughs> but yeah for everyone then um i told paulo before um how i wish men a lot of men would be like you as in they would know what they want, you know, um, they would be transparent, they would treat women with respect. So now my next question to you is, I'm a woman. So how would, you know, let's say I'm dating someone, how would I know 
from a guy's perspective, how would I know if this guy is um, really serious, you know? Or baka it's just a mask that they're wearing during the first few dates. Or if a guy is not, is just looking for something fun. Because it's like so what I, I told you, right? Yeah, Some people would say that they're, they're serious about you, but, you know, actions speak louder than words. So, so yeah, from a guy's perspective, I'm sure the women out there would also want to hear this. So I guess um, just look at how the person treats you. That's one. Actions always. Like, mm. on the first date, are you guys sitting across? Or, are you, or is he sitting beside you already? I mean, you know, there's some... Okay, wait, wait. Let, let me, let me um, explain okay, that. Okay. Yeah. How there's some places where you guys eat, wherein you can't really sit across and no choice, you have to sit beside each other. That's mm-hmm. the exception. What if you go to, let's say, this burger joint, and for some reason you can't sit across, you have to sit beside. That's the only exception. But let's say mm-hmm. there's a choice between him sitting across you or sitting beside you, I always believe to sit across you first. Why? Because I want to look into your eyes when I talk to you. That's the second thing. Does he look into your eyes when you guys talk? Or is he just looking in that area? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And maybe just mm-hmm. looking at his phone. So he's pretending to be um, interested in you while he's actually not. I'm a huge fan of looking at the person's eyes when I speak to them. Because I want to show I'm sincere. Sincerity can be felt and seen through the eyes. I always feel that. I always believe in that. Now, unless if I'm like, you know, unless if I'm like one of the greatest actors of all time, like I can win an Oscar, which I can't. I'm not good at acting as well. Thank you, Lord, for not giving me any talent. Um, what do you call this? <laughs> you can tell by my eyes if I'm sincere or not. By just looking at you. I think you know this, Ross. I always look at you in the eyes when we talk. That's true. That's true. That's another one. And I guess it's about what you guys talk about. Um, Ooh. The, the, <laughs> <laughs> um, are you only talking about two things? Or are you talking about many things? I always believed that again, because I'm a man, right? I've been so privileged my whole life to be a man. I don't get cat called. I don't need to worry about catfishing. Like when I go on a date, I'm like, yo, what's up? I'm here. I didn't have to, my only stress was the traffic or booking a grab. For women, it's so diff it's so different. You can get catfished, you can be assaulted. These are awful things, right? That's why I always um I always after the first date, I always think the person I'm out with. And I always say, you know, thank you for seeing me. I know it must have been difficult for me. Look, you guys, sadly, you have to message your friend say, hey, I'm going to meet this guy. This is his Tinder photo. Um, mm-hmm. His name is Paolo. Supposedly, we don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. But we're going to this restaurant at this time. If you don't hear from me, call the police. I mean, that's so sad. That is that's... so fucking sad. I don't have to do that. You know? I don't believe in I don't for this situation not equality, but I believe in equity. I believe that women should not have to be scared for their lives, or even to ask me that question about about how to know if a guy is sincere or not. Because I, you know, if you lived in a perfect society, everyone would be straightforward with you. You wouldn't have to be like, "Is he looking at me in the eyes? 
do I feel he's being sincere? Do I feel that he's interested in me and not in my body? Right? So those those are just a few things. Um, follow what your gut tells you. Because you know your gut most of the time is right. I don't know, Lars, do you follow your gut? <laughs> there are a lot of times where I should have followed my gut, but yep, and you didn't. Cheers to that, my friend. Cheers. I'm drinking my chill. <laughs> I'm drinking air. <laughs> but but yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's something that I wanted to pick up, uh, pick out sure. from what you mentioned earlier. How women, how how men can um so so how do you turn down? someone whom you think won't work out do you ghost them out do you no, like no, no. like for example um what if you tell them straight right away okay i don't think this is working out or the positive the more positive one is i think this is going great um can we move this to the next level will that be too much you think for the other person or I know what's your what's your take on that one so never ghost never mm. ghost um it takes a lot of guts to to turn down someone but you know if you do it they'll appreciate it in the end you always want to close the book right you don't want to leave any stone unturned or things like that just be honest just be honest. You know, just simply say, you know, it was great knowing you for this last, you know, X amount of days or months or whatever. But I realize I'm not ready. Or I don't think we're compatible. You you kind of owe it to the person to give them closure. So just be honest. Now, in terms of talking about the next level and stuff like that. I think that's okay. Um, because I'm a very straightforward guy. And if it's too much for the person, then maybe they're not the right person for me. Like, what if a guy told you, Lars? Lars, you know, I enjoyed, let's say, the, the, these last two to three months of us dating. Can we be exclusive? Can I only see you only? And can you only see me? Now, you can react differently. You can be like, no, I'm not yet ready for that or whatever. And that's valid. That's okay. But I don't, But would you feel that's too much? To be honest, no. I would, because, I would, yeah, I would appreciate the person more. So it depends also on the person, no? Because some people aren't ready for something like that. So... For me, sometimes you just have to make it templa, I guess. But I'm really straightforward. I'd rather just tell them and see where it goes do you think there's a certain time let's say you guys have been going out the, um for the first two months do you think that's the right time to, to tell that person especially if you really like that person and you really want things to be exclusive do you think there's a timeline um that you should look at to say that no let's let's be exclusive now like how do you how do you know when to be exclusive how do you know 
when to take it to the next level and then after exclusive dating what's the what are the succeeding levels so i have a lot of questions for you <laughs> but yeah yeah we still have time don't worry so i guess there's no like here's the funny thing i don't believe in dating books when they're like oh you know after a month ask them mm-hmm. to be your girlfriend or your boyfriend for me it's mm-hmm. about how you feel my sister the, the few times that she gives me advice and i'm not giving her advice you think come on i'm the older sibling no she had this great analogy we're in you mm. and this person think of yourselves as you're in a house and there's mm. a flight of stairs mm. do you feel that the dating is slowly going up the stairs or are you in the same step or the same mm. level of the stairs and you're mm. not mm. When she gave me that analogy, she's like, wow, Carissa, thank you. Finally, you gave me something. I'm just kidding. Grab it. Grab No, but um, but uh that that that's the analogy. Do you feel that you guys are going up a level together? Or do you feel that you're in the same place? Then that's how you know. Okay. Now, about the whole boyfriend-girlfriend thing. Same thing. Leveling up. Going up the stairs. If you feel that... As you know, I always use the word feeling, right? Why? Because we all feel differently. Some people, after two weeks, Selena. Some people, after three days, Selena. Mm-hmm. And um, those are all valid. There's no judging there because you felt it was the right time. It was the right moment. History will argue otherwise or whatever. That doesn't matter. What matters is how you feel. Because feelings, unlike math or science or whatever, it's hard to quantify when mm-hmm. is the right. That's but true. if you feel it's the right time after reflecting, after analyzing, yeah, you know I mean, first you have to think of those things. You have to analyze the situation. You have to analyze how your dates have been, the time you spent to you, with each other. Do you really honestly believe that this is the right person to ask this question to? Do you want a bit more of time and all these things? Think of these things first. And when you have the answer, and the answer is, we should, I should be with this person then ask it. But, I don't believe in the whole one month later, kayo na, six months later, kayo na, three years later, sige, finally we're together. No way. So reflect, analyze, feel, think, and then, you know. So, for example, in our Filipino culture, diba, we always believe now you should court first, so you express that you like this person, and then you go to the dating or legal stage, and then after the legal stage, siguro mga six months pa yan, or one year. Kasi parang wow. you, want to, you want to make that person feel na that person earned you. Eh, diba? Kasi the longer you work for something, the, hard, the longer they also last. That's that's how some people would like to believe it. And then after boyfriend, girlfriend, proposal, plus marriage, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so 
how do you feel about that? Because you you said na when you feel it's the right thing to do, then jump on the ship, deba. Yeah, yeah. After thinking about it and stuff, uh. yeah. Don't forget yeah, that yeah. part. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm not a fan of courting or the Filipino oh. idea of courting because it's always right foot, the right, the best foot forward, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm perfect. Um, I'll take care of you for the rest of my life. You know, I don't drink that much alcohol. He's an alcoholic. I mean, um, what I'm trying to say here is when you want to date someone or you want to court someone or whatever, mm, mm. be honest. Be who you are. You don't need to tell them everything. Like, you, know, you don't have to say, oh, you know, I had 10 exes or whatnot. No, no, I mean, sure, you can talk about it if the person brings it up. But don't pretend to be someone you're not. That's what I'm basically saying. Don't Whoa. be chivalrous now then never be chivalrous again. Be consistent. Be consistent. Consistency is key in life. So if I open the door for you, whether it's in the car or in the restaurant, no, me, like this is me. Eh? If I open the door for you, I will open the door for you for the rest of my life. I won't, like, for example, like, uh, let's say I cook adobo for you now. But I really don't know how to cook adobo. Right? I, I won't pretend to know how. You know, so I believe that however I treat you now is how I'm going to be with you for the rest of my life. That's what courting should be like. You're giving the person a preview of who you are with your actions. So again, if I pull the seat for you and you're about to sit for dinner, I'll pull the seat for you for the rest of my life. If I open the door for you, I'll open the door for you for the rest of my life. If I cook for you, I'll cook for you for the rest of my life. That is the correct way to court someone. I feel like after this show, you would have more followers and more women messaging you, telling you that's how I wanted to I want to be treated. Well, I, I hope, I hope. I, I want to get the Joe Rogan money and not work anymore. But my question to you now is, of course, men wanted to be want to be treated um, in a nice way. You know, um, they also want to feel taken care of, and women also feel the same thing. So, how do you attract the right people in your life? Why are you smiling at me like that? So. <laughs> How do you attract the right people, um, Loringa Zingan? Okay. <laughs> I guess one thing is, it's a, it goes back to the cup and self-love. If you don't respect yourself, how do you expect others to respect you? If you don't love yourself, how do you expect others to love you? If you respect yourself, if you love yourself, if you have good intentions, and you aren't looking, because here's the thing. I believe in, like, our intentions mm. plays key on who we attract. Mm. And with that being said, you know, if your intentions are good, I would believe that you will attract nice people. But if, let's say, you haven't moved on and you're subconsciously looking for your ex and other people, um... You want to try their people. You know, when you go on dating, 
me, I never, after a breakup, I never gone into an app without moving on. Why? Because I want a clean slate, whoever I need. And with that clean slate, I attract the right people. I attract people who, I mean, again, right people in the sense that these aren't people who just want to have sex with me and that's it. Again, you can attract our, uh, the right people, but after one date, you just you'd be like, yeah, this is a cool person, but we'll never get along. Right? That's still considered the right person in that sense. So it's more of that. You know, come in, go in with a clean slate. Um, don't look for your ex in other people. Of course, self-love, self-respect. I think you will attract the right people. Isn't that 100% possible? I mean, of course, there would be times... No, that... of course, there always be the oranges in the uh, what do you call it? apple basket and stuff. Mm, mm, mm. But I think most of the people you'll meet would be the right person. But going back lang to the ex part, no? Because, of course... They're expert or reason, meaning there are things that you don't want to experience anymore. Yeah. That's why when you look for the right person or the person that you want to date, um, those are the watch outs now. Because you, you, you've learned from the past, right? Or you but hope, yeah. Is it also wrong to look for the good qualities of your ex in the people that you date? Because those are good qualities, the ba. Parang So is it wrong? No, 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 no. So, um, uh, no, good qualities are good qualities for a reason, right? No, let's say you, you your ex was chivalrous and you want to date a chivalrous guy. There's nothing wrong with that. Okay. But it has to be the right qualities, the good qualities, as you say. What if they're courteous? What if they are feminists? What if they respect you for who you are? Those are the right qualities and the good mm-hmm. qualities. I don't like the word qu- good qualities. I prefer the word the right qualities. Okay. Why? Because right qualities, or the for that meaning, right? Right qualities is what's important in your life for you. Let's say he's chivalrous. Oh. He wants to. He's like, you know what? I want to meet your family. I, I think it's important that I have a good relationship with them. Things like that. Good qualities is very subjective, as well. But then, because like for example, what if he travels the world or traveled the world? Is that really important? Is that really something we're in? That's a ride or die type of thing. Like that's a deal breaker if he didn't. Okay, like like here, Lars. What if um. What if the person, okay, there are two guys. One guy says, you know, Lars, um, if they're important in your life, I'll meet your friends and your family. Because I, it's important to me that I have a good relationship with them. And the other guy is just like, oh, I've traveled the world. These are both good qualities, but which one's the right quality? I would say the first person. There you have it. But what if that person embodies both of those qualities? No, no, no. Again, if, that, if that's it, 
the the the, the well traveled that's a bonus but what's the important thing is you know what you value remember you asked me the list about pursuing i said passion mm. about work someone who has a good relationship with their family who believes in god who believes in forgiveness second chances and all these things i didn't say stuff like she has to be like 510 or pure filipino or whatever i didn't say that or oh because she has to love film or because she ha- she loves books i didn't say that because those are the right qualities okay another question is good, no. um, okay, sorry. Good. go um all good all right qualities are good qualities but not all good qualities are right qualities that's just no. parang what do you call that in math i have no idea i'm the worst person in math let me write that down para in the future when we watch this episode all right qualities take lang ha noa okay so all right qualities are good qualities but not all good qualities are right qualities okay sure i took note of it dun sa comment section para naman you know akong note ano eh notebook um i was going to ask you another question pao sure um the but you were saying that it's important then to check yourself if you are yourself when you're with that person or do you have to basically just be yourself yeah so when is the right time is there ever a right time for you to tell that person of course um when you already reach that point na you trust that person is there ever a right time for you to show that person your insecurities Um, kung may trust issues ka, you, you want to let them know your past traumas. Basically, uncovering yourself. Is there ever a right time, or should you not say it at all? Because you that person might use it against you. Um, oh. no, no, no. So, <laughs> it's important. No, no, it's important to tell the person your traumas and your insecurities. Why? Because you don't want them to get into a relationship with you or to have a deeper connection with you blinded because what if they accidentally trigger you then you storm out and they're like what did they say so for me um again i don't think there's like a right number but maybe as early as the third or fourth date you could already start talking about the deeper stuff i feel that dating right now Sure, you have your mababaw questions like what's your favorite number, color, movie, book. Yeah, yeah, because those things are you have to know those things, right? Those are cute things yeah. to know. But I believe that in dating, there should always be the deep stuff. Exactly. If you want to pursue someone and pursue them with purpose, you will be comfortable hearing these things and asking these things and answering these things we all have traumas we all have been through a lot of shit and sometimes we're healed from them sometimes we're still healing 
but you should be fair to your future partner and let them know what these things are so they know what they're getting themselves into. Um, your, your partner should never be your therapist when it comes to your traumas. I mean, for me, um, at the end of the day, if you feel you need to talk to someone, go to a professional, yeah? But the right partner will be there for you and will try to help you in any way that you need. It could be as simple as if if you need to rant to that person, rant. Let's say you're seeing your therapist tomorrow, but you need to rant about how your office mate forgot to leave the seat down and just put left it up. Sure. But your partner should be there to support you in any way that you need them to. If the support that you need is for them to leave you alone, that you you know leave you with your thoughts for an hour or two, they will do that. It's important that we know each other's hurts. We know each other's traumas. We know each other's bad experience, our pains, what makes us cry at night, what makes us what makes us us. So yes, you should tell them about um about that. I think so about- at the right time if I mean the parang on the first date you don't wanna scare somebody. No, maybe not not first date, third, fourth probably. Oh depending on how comfortable you are already with that person. Yeah, say, that's another thing. How deep is the how deep are you guys already? Right? Exactly. It's not like first date, first thing. Oh, you know, I have this trauma. It's like Okay. <laughs> Unless um, then, yeah. Unless they ask. If they ask, okay. then that's a different story. But again, follow your gut, see where the conversation's going. If you feel that it's a safe space in a safe time mm-hmm. to talk to them about it, sure. But if you don't feel that it's not yet you're not yet ready to talk about it, that's valid and that's okay. Remember, we we all feel happiness and pain differently. You and I, we're same. We're humans. We have hair. We have eyebrows, whatnot. But how you register happiness and how you register pain is different from how I register happiness and how I register pain. That's I'm not a fan of saying third date, fourth date. It's gonna gonna mm-hmm. just see where you are right now, how you feel about it. So, with your current dating situation, how do you feel about it? I mean, aside from the regret, aside from aside from the regret I mentioned, oh, aside, um, you know, it's there. You know, I, I again, I'm just dating. Uh, so yeah, it's just there. <laughs> I don't know if that's a satisfi- satisfi- uh, satisfying answer, but it's just there. No, I mean, it's okay because that's your answer. You don't have to force yeah. na, oh, it's going somewhere. Ganon, hindi. Diba? If it's there, it's, it's, it's there. It's there. It's present. Yeah. You cannot pressure that person na, okay, we've been dating for this long. Let's go na. Ganon, diba? 
Because then again, you don't want to commit the same mistake of rushing into things. So earlier I asked you about, you know, um, what's your mindset in dating? Now my next question is, what kind of person do you want to be with in the future when you're already, you know, thinking about marriage? You know, like what I said, um, someone who believes in God, who's passionate about what they do, who loves their family, who believes in forgiveness, willing to give second chances, someone who believes in marriage, someone who believes in having kids, our own kids. You know, when you're young, you say, I want to date a model. You know, she needs to be at least 5'8", tall, um, plays a sport and all these things. It's all so superficial. But when you get older and you realize that people aren't perfect, you know, beauty fades. I'm, you know, when you get older, you actually shrink because of your, because you, you, right? So the important thing is you look at their qualities as a person, who they are. That's what's important. And sadly, most people learn it when they're older, like me, that instead of, Instead of chasing around supermodels and artistas and, you know, um, half halfies like me and whatnot. <laughs> instead of chasing those people, I should have been pursuing the right person. I think I I I I think I told this to my connect group. I think they asked me like, what's the one thing I would have wanted to do or have done when I was younger. Mm. And I said, I wish I didn't, I didn't, um, oh, sorry, I wish I was single when I was young. Why? In the sense that, Lars, you know, my last two relationships were combined six years and it was with the wrong people. I, I went through a lot in my life. Um, I became spiritual. I didn't really believe in things, you, you, you know. But if I knew what I knew now at my age, I would have dated, sure. But I don't think, like, I would have really waited for the right person. That you know, life is kind of funny. Because you wouldn't know if that person is the right person unless you've dated a lot of wrong people, right? But then again... No, that, that's a very valid point. Yeah, no, that's a very valid point. Yeah, I agree to that. But then again, it's because I know what I know now. Mm. So no, you had a very valid point. That, that's that's a very valid point. Yeah. And maybe... So, uh, first... okay, go yeah, ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead, yeah. I think maybe for some of us, you know, I was listening to Bo Sanchez um, video. He was interviewing this woman so who has been single for nine years. I wow. Think maybe, I know. And she was a very attractive woman. I've seen, like, very successful, has achieved a lot. So, Is her name Lorraine Oh, I hope so, Deva. <laughs> but, you know, um, I just I just really like the point where 
they both said na sometimes you know you don't have to end in a relationship maybe your calling is you need to be single but that's yeah, your choice yeah. it's your choice so that can also be like what you said earlier about if you're dating around you can pick person a person b person c person d or pick the non-option and i think life in general you can either pick you know either you just date around you never get settled or you can date around to marry or you can just be single if that what's that's what makes you happy so yeah. i guess in life there would always be the third option of being single the non-option the non-option correct that would be in phase two um so Lars, Ooh. you know it's pretty late um yeah. how about this? i'll read this last comment then okay. i'll let you think you can ask me two more questions then let's call it a night okay sounds good sounds all right good. so this is from your tita i don't know why she's called me sir but sure um, <laughs> so does it mean that you need to be truthful oh. in all aspects of your day? obviously always you know um this is a good when question. I, when i do get into a relationship in the future any question she'll ask me i'll answer truthfully no matter how painful the question is i will answer truthfully you cannot start something beautiful with a lie i have a question so this is a very good point okay yeah so why do you think people lie even if it's just white lies even if the reason behind that lie is not to hurt that other person you know white lies you know that's something i really need to think about i i'm gonna be honest i really haven't thought about that but yeah the, the biggest reason is just to not hurt the other person like for example Lars, if you make me spaghetti and your spaghetti is super awful i'll be like Lars, this is really great because i want to support you and hopefully mm -hmm. you'll be a better cook you, you know but so again reversing but, it. Okay. but but again i haven't really thought about it so i don't want to really answer that but there that i think it's more of i hope it's because they um don't want to hurt the other person i mean lying about your age that's a whole different thing um oh, so. oh, oh my gosh okay you know, um you cannot start something, you cannot start something beautiful with a lie you're not the only person i told that to so, Lars, I hope you thought of the two questions you will ask me, the last two questions, and I hope these will be like, ooh, what a question. So, go ahead. First of all, thank you, Tita. Um, that's such a wonderful question. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, um, Lars. Yeah, great question. <laughs> Just call me Paul. No need for this, sir. Um, but yeah, Lars, go ahead. My question to you. You've asked me this before when we went to Pink's okay. restaurant. Let's okay. see one of your exes came back to your life and they have improved a lot like a lot like you know the the things the reasons why you broke up the last time and they're assuring you that okay um i want to stay in your life forever i want to be happy i want to everything that you want to hear that you need to hear will you and you're still single okay will you give that ex a chance are exes you know do they deserve to be given a second chance parang yung movie ni john lloyd and Bea. i want to hear what your take that what your take is on that so you know i'm sure there are people out there who married their exes and they're happy and something good for them 
but you know for me and me alone this is only for me i wouldn't because because for me there's a reason why we didn't work out and there's a reason why you weren't because my question is why are you willing to change now and not then is it because you learn you realize that there's no one better out there for you is it because you realize that um you're not happy you couldn't find the happiness that you thought that you needed and i was actually the happiness that you needed and you regret letting me go hmm. so i wouldn't just for those points Okay. Because you don't yeah. want to just be the person. I mean, again, second chances are great, mm -hmm. but you have to know their intentions first. Why is it only now they realized your worth? And can they not do that to you again in the future? But would you okay? I don't want to ask my last question yet because I want to save that. No, no, you can, I mean, we're talking about the same thing anyway. So if you have a, like a follow-up question, that's not counted. Mm -hmm. Why would you want to, let's say, okay, there's a new character in this situation. So a new character, you're, okay. You're dating someone and then you, your ex came back. But this person that you're dating, um, you, you guys are not really serious yet. So it's a clean mm -hmm. slate. Would yeah. you rather go for the clean slate or would you rather go back to that familiar person yeah. who is much improved now? Clean slate. Okay. Because the clean slate person is getting to know me again. Like, I'm sorry, they're getting to know me for the first time. That person okay. had my love. That person had my care, my, 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 my emotions, everything. And they still chose to leave me they chose to not value it sorry again sorry guys uh, to, to our viewers and to our future listeners i'm basing it on my experience your experience may be different how your relationships ended may be different from how mine all of mine ended so what i'm saying right now is based on my experience only it is not a general rule so based on my experience you said that you wanted to be happy and I told you, I hope you find the happiness you couldn't find with me. So I guess you tried and you couldn't find it. So is it because, oh, I want to try something and oops, I go back to Paolo. He was actually the better option. No, you have to live with that. I'm happy, right? I met someone who may value or may break my heart. But that is life. I don't want to go back to someone who didn't see my value for the first time because they probably won't see it the second time or the third or the fourth. So there. So are you ready for your last question, Lars? I wanted to say let's talk more about that later. <laughs> oh. well, we don't have time though. Sadly, we don't have time to talk. Yeah. We can talk yeah. about it later when we when we grab our drinks and stuff. But yeah, I guess my last question for you is, um, it's your first so time to, uh, to to be a guest in the <laughs> Um, 
Um, really? That's the question? <laughs> no, 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 no. Ah, okay, okay, okay. Sige, go ahead, go ahead. Before we end the show, what's the right. most valuable lesson that you've learned and you would want your viewers to take away? Like, what's the most... And what what's the reason behind that lesson? Why why is that a lesson that you want to carry on for the rest of your life? So, there's a lot, but I think this is going to be my answer. Um, don't be afraid to love. You know, again, we all have our traumas. We all have our bad experiences. We all went through a lot of shit. But, you know, if you love someone, that's a good thing. If you can love someone after going through a bad breakup or going through a traumatic um, relationship and you can still love someone after that, that's amazing. So don't be afraid to love. Love is such a beautiful feeling in the world. But I will say, don't love blindly though. Again, all the things I've said, red flags, gray flags, flaws, everything. Always think about everything. Always notice everything. But after all of that, and you say, this is a good person. And I have feelings for that person. Don't be afraid. When we hurt, we tend to avoid what hurt us because we don't want to get hurt again. But my, my lesson to you guys, my key takeaway, don't be afraid to love. We will get hurt. We will not meet the right people. And that's fine. You know, sometimes people are meant to be in our lives to be lessons. But don't be afraid to love. Because that's probably the most beautiful thing that we've done. When you decide to love someone, love them honestly, with purpose, with meaning, and value them. And I hope that when you love that person, you give them a meaningful love and they'll give you a meaningful love back. A love that's not unconditional because I don't believe in that, but a love that is deep and a love that will last. I hope you find that person, Lars. I think um, you're someone who deserves that in life. So, yeah, that's it. That's it. Thank you for that very um beautiful Well, you know, Lars, uh that was the last question. So I will take it out, take it from here. So Lars, thank you so much for guest hosting. Uh, this was fun, actually. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I I don't know why people get nervous when they do this. But anyway, you know, you're great. Uh, guys, thank you so much. I know this episode is one of our longest. So thank you for staying tuned in. Um, this will be uploaded on Spotify uh, tomorrow. 
uh, Igrap will be back next week, but I have an announcement to make. So this Sunday, we will have another Iglap short talk. And um, I'm so tempted not to say the title, but I think I'm going to say the title. So say it. But, and I told Lors that I don't know how she's going to feel about this episode. But it's about... It's about... Uh, do I say it? Okay. Lift hanger? It's about... Okay. So the Iglap Short Talk episode, which is this Sunday, is about healing from trauma. <laughs> So, uh, so please tune in. I spoke to Marcella. We're gonna talk about that episode before I do it because I want to get it right. And yeah, so please do continue to support Iglap. Uh, please do continue to watch the Iglap short talks. Listen to them on Spotify. Uh, thank you so much for the support, guys. Until then, Lars, why don't you take us out? Thank you so much, Pau. Ha. <laughs> Arrow pierced through my heart, and that arrow came from nowhere. <laughs> my God. But yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thank you so much, everyone, from listening. Um, please do continue chewing, tuning in, <laughs> chewing in, tuning in to my um very dear and close friend. Iglap has been has has gone a long way. And yeah, thank you so much for your continuous support. And see you again next week. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you. And one last, one last. So after that episode, we'll have three more episodes. Then we'll have one last episode to end phase one. That last episode, that's going to be exciting. Until then, this has been Paolo and that has been Lars. See you guys next week. And tune in on Sunday for the Iglap Short Talk. Bye, everyone. Stay safe. Take care. Bye.